0: in capitalism himself, the world's only professional asshole, Aaron Clary. Good morning. Let me let me tell you what I'm going to do with my place in South Dakota. Cap has just gotten up. It's 9.36 a.m. Boss. Sort of boss. Kind of boss. You guys got that kind of boss? where he's your friend and he he's employed you know, he runs a company, he hires you every once in a while. Never thought I'd have a boss like that. I thought all bosses I'd have would be sworn enemies, you know, here to screw you. I got, a, I got that, quote, good boss. And I occasionally, this is the guy I work security for. Well, something happened where all of a sudden, you know, I get an email notification every time a shift comes up. And my God, he got slammed. Then he contacts me. You know, the old captain's getting older now. It's getting darker with the daylight savings time, of which I still don't know how that works. I've been taking my melatonin pills like the old man that I am. And I'm I'm going to bed before 2, 3 a.m. And I wake up about 8.39, which is very early for Cappy Cap land, very early for the Capster. And then at 10.45 p.m., hey, I need you at 11 p.m. from 11 to 7 a.m. shift. I'm like, oh, my God. And I feel I feel bad. I feel like uh, this is a very great man. I would say great. I would put him at the thing of great because he helped me out when I needed him with a job many years ago. Uh, he's a fair man. This is the guy I'll I'll tell you right now. Let me hang on. Where is his thing? MNGoldbuyer.com. You want to help out a good man? You want to help out a, a real entrepreneur, a good conservative man? 763 657 7843. That's 763-657-7843. Seven, six, six, seven, seven, if you happen to be in the Twin Cities area and you're a guy that has this shit together, and you're not on drugs, um, he's looking to higher security. You gotta be in shape, you gotta have a carry conceal permit. It's all armed security. Got my coffee here. Um <clears throat> he's like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, Do you want work? 11 to 7, I'm like, oh, you know, that'd be nothing for old Cappy when he was 18 or 19. Heck, even when he was in his 30s, but I'd already taken my melatonin pills. Sounded like the old fart I am. Oh, but I already took my melatonin pills. Why does my old man have an Irish accent too? Oh, I have already taken my melatonin pills. oh." Oh, good heavens, mercy. You can't expect a man to go and work security now, can you? I'm like, dude, can you like give me a little bit of heads up so I could sleep in late and, you know, take a a real sleeping pill, knock me out till noon and then I'll be up and then I'll be like, ah, I got nothing going on until 4 a.m. And I can't tell you the shift, but it's one of those. Oh, oh, my God. These people who hire security, honest to God, I know it's in his best interest, but man, do people, people do not listen. Like when you go to a doctor, say, doc. I got a pain in my foot. Uh, we're going to send you to the foot doctor, which is a thing. So you go to the foot doctor. And the foot, oh, your you thing with the tendon and whatever, this bone, the, the hypothalamus to the, the tracheotomy, that, those two bones, uh, there's something wrong with them. You don't say, oh, I, I don't believe you, Doc. I, I need a third opinion. I, I went to medical school. Same thing with security. It's always crisis. Always crisis. Oh my God, we need security. Well, well, what happened? This this bad thing happened. Lord knows what it is. it always ran. Most of security is something went awry in perfect little swipple white person land. Oh, someone slashed a tire. Oh my God, someone slashed a tire. Really? Well, maybe your employee pissed somebody off. It has nothing to do with you. They just know they work We need security. Well, maybe we'll station a guy or maybe you have that person. Oh, no, no, we need seven guards armed 24-7 in all of our facilities. You know, that's a bit much for one slash. Two. No, we need, you can't put a price on safety. No, I guess you can't. And then that's where Cappy, you know, it's not, not my business, not my opinion, <clears throat> not my place. We need a guard for eight hours. And I, I how, how could I say Because I've worked this gig before. They really only need three. They need three hours of security. That's what they need. They need three. But they, I don't know, the insurance, some actuary, some some number crunching nerd who doesn't work security, never fired a gun in his life, hasn't gotten in a fight. Uh, oh, my God. Good heavens. You mean there might be people around after 3 a.m.? We need someone there to babysit them. It's procedural. I'll tell you another. This is kind of funny. So occasionally I work, um, oh, I don't want to, event security. And I'm not talking uh, concerts or large publicly attended events. Sometimes, yes, but this this is not what I'm talking about. There's a conference, let's say conference seminar. Security. Well, it depends on who's attending the conference, right? You know, you think um, the uh, the Crocheters Club International comes to town, and uh, the uh, the Fly Fishermen's Association of America comes to town. Well, maybe you don't need security for that. But but if it's Hip Hop Hank and his and his three gang bangers. Uh, and and it's the international route ra- well maybe you might want security for that or uh, uh angels land not Angel's landing Hell's angels and and the uh, the motorcycle gang Club Association of America well maybe you might want security for that no nope, doesn't matter at the one of these conference centers it's the number if you have two or more events occurring uh, at the same time you gotta you gotta have security that's according to the insurance policy and so I remember I went there one time. I'm not kidding you guys. I'm not kidding you. We had uh, the American Legion. Okay. These little guys. And then we had, um, not not the Red Hat Club. Uh, what's the one the gals like to do? Is The Scrapbookers Club. There's a Scrapbookers Club. So we had all these old fart Korean vets and all these old fart ladies um, uh, scrapbooking. And and. <laughs> I'm here. They were in bed before I even got on duty. They're in bed before I got on duty, and it just, just a cemetery, just sitting there, bored out of my freaking mind, sir. The uh, the uh, scrapbookers' ladies would like you to check in on their material. Like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's a the Great American Heist is about to be pulled off to grab all their construction paper. I'm going to get some more coffee. Hang on. Get some more coffee. Hang on. I'm going back. The trick is to drink down your coffee and then use the hot pot to reheat the cool coffee in the cups. You don't have the microwave. I'll get to the chat room later. If you guys are leaving super chats, I'll get to that later. It's on the older brother podcast, which you can find olderbrother.com. Check that out. We're firing, we're firing online. We're on it. Gumi, gumi, go be goby. point two, counterpoint, counterpoint. Have a great conversation. All of a sudden somebody, hey, you got a super chat. <laughs> Needle right off the record. <sighs> what about the super ah they gave it? I'll I'll talk. I'll talk to the people, but right you don't have to have the uh, conversation come to a screeching halt just because somebody donated two dollars somebody donates two hundred dollars I'll come to a screeching halt I gotta tell you about my place in South Dakota I've been watching the news like I know I know I haven't been watching it but it's, it's like shoved in your face you log out of Yahoo email oh my god Yahoo mail Yahoo's website I remember I logged out of Yahoo one time and all their stories except one was about racism it's like, fuck you. Just, just fuck off. This might as well be People or The Enquirer magazine. It's just, it's all gossip. I feel so dirty and filthy for having a Yahoo email account, but I've had it since 1997. One of the first ones to get. Second day that Yahoo offered mail. Signed up for an account. And now when you log out, it, it immediately goes to their People magazine site. And so I I unintentionally see news that I really don't. And it's not news, it's, it's fake news. It, it's sensationalism, it's the old journalism. Oh my god, I mean, it really was. Woman said racist thing. That was really. I mean, you want to talk about the NPC meme quote. You know, woman says racist thing. Like, really? The population of 320 million people, you think someone's gonna say something racist? Well, we better go make that front page news. And apparently it is on yahoo.com. And so that unintentional news I consume. I'm like, I can't, I can And I, 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 guys, oh my God. It's like the movie Midnight Run with uh, Robert De Niro, which is my, I'd have to say second or third favorite movie of all time. And no, I haven't watched Dr. Strangelove. But he, he's trying to get this guy back to LA so he can collect his 300,000. No, not 300,000, 100,000. Let me tell you when I'm, when I'm going to get my hundred grand. Let me tell you what I'm going to do with you when I get my hundred grand. That's why. Let me tell you what I'm going to do when I get my place in South Dakota. Like my house right now, it's not going to have any cable. None of you boys should have cable. I should do a video on you should have no cable. That's the biggest waste of time money. And it's going to be a nice enough house, not a big house, but a nice enough house <clears throat> that I'm not going to want to go anywhere. So that's the problem. I've been in the Twin Cities now for 25 years, 25 years. There's not a stone left unturned in South Dakota, even though I've torn up that place, there's still a lot to do. Oh, there's still so much to do. I could go up towards Faith South Dakota Atham. look this up Faith, South Dakota. That's where they found Sue the dinosaur. you could there's that entire Western eighth was that not fourth octo octo something octa octeth all the way up to Theodore Roosevelt National Park in Medora, North Dakota. Um, I could go down south into Toadstool Park, into Nebraska. The Badlands formations go almost all the way to the Missouri River. They certainly go into the um, Rosebud Indian Reservation. So, if you get permission from the Indians, you could go hike around out there. There's another 25 years for the old captain to go and explore while he could still, while his legs will still permit him. There's so much exploring and adventuring to do out there. And the house I'm gonna build out there after I sell this this house is um is not it's not gonna be grandiose, but it'll be nice. It'll be nice, it'll be kinda kind of like TJ Martinell's house because all of you have seen his house, right? For there's that reference point. <clears throat> but TJ Martinell has this nice little house up in the Cascadian Mountains. Uh, he's got his fireplace that he put in there, he's got like an old little room off to the side, it's just it's it's necessary, so it's gonna be just like that. All I need, except it's not gonna be such a shithole. <laughs> it's not gonna be a dump. <laughs> I'm kidding, TJ. I'm kidding. It's he bought it's old, it's used, it's definitely used, it's lived in. <clears throat> I think he bought it from yeah, he did buy it from an old man that that unfortunately passed away. Just an old bachelor guy, you know, living up there in the woods, he fished. He, and, and TJ got all of his fishing gear too. He got all this stuff that came along with it, all this old stuff nobody wanted. <clears throat> I think he found an old chainsaw too, like an old 1960s chainsaw. But it's go, it's going to be my little mountain place. And, uh, and and another further parallel to draw from TJ Martinell, both authors. I'm going to have a room that's going to be secluded. I'm not going to have any windows. Um, I'm going to have it soundproofed. And so I could do better audio quality when I have here now. And uh, I'm going to write, and I'm going to have a fireplace too. And uh, I'm going to have a view, and it's just going to be my place removed from the city. Be nice and quiet. I'm just going to watch it. I'm going to smoke cigars, watch the sunset. I might, the one thing now you guys know, I am a minimalist. But I might allow myself one nice thing. Now, the house unto itself, I view, as a nice thing. I don't need a lot of nice things. But I do think the old captain is going to splurge. The old captain, if you want, you can throw a couple shekels into the Super Chats or the Patreon or whatever the hell else I got going on. <clears throat> I think I'm going to get myself a hot tub. I think i might get a jacuzzi. Because um, there's a patio that will be built. Um, so I have this view and I'm thinking that'd be really nice uh, in the waning days of the old Capmeister. The waning days. I'm going to have a hot tub out there. And then I'm going to smoke cigars. I'm going to watch the sunset. I'm going to look at the city lights. Uh, and I'm just going to enjoy it, man. I'm going to freaking enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the last third of my life. And uh, the, the house, I don't want to give too much away. Uh, if I could do it affordably so. Do um, you guys remember North by Northwest? If anybody knows North by Northwest, look up the Van Damme house. V-A-N-D-A-M-M. Not von Damme like Jean Claude Van Damme. Van Dam. I guess it's the same spelling anyway. But Van Dam house. No E at the end. Uh, North by Northwest. Look up that house. Uh, ironically, also theoretically in South Dakota, because that's where the final scene, to, the bad guys were up in the, on top of the Mount Rushmore, which they weren't. And if you look at this house, that house actually never existed. It was just a model. But that's kind of that late 50s, early 60s modern house I want it to look like. And the interior, too. I'll tell you this. Write this down. Great show. By the way, if you guys are, you know, because modern TV sucks. (laughs) I'm the sackless ball, white male fatherly wonder. Okay, wife, you so intelligent. (laughs) Oh, snap, she said something snappy. Hey, kids, fuck you, dad which is pretty much every American sitcom. Oh, look, here comes our gay neighbor guy. Hey. So if you're tired of that shit and you've already binged watch uh, Last Man Standing, you want to watch something that still has a little bit of testosterone, watch Mission Impossible, the old ones. You can find them for free on Amazon. And, man, that's a good show. It's, it's not like uh, if you're my age, you remember Knight Rider and A-Team and you all thought that was like serious, you know. You thought, like, oh boy, I, I, is Michael Knight and Kit going to make it out of this? Pretty- oh my god, I don't know. I mean, it, it was those are kids' shows, but they fooled you into thinking they were they were adult shows. But uh, Mission Impossible is all ages, not terribly violent, um, not 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 crass at all. But man, just a cool, classy, solid show, and what I love the most probably about the whole thing is the fashion. Like they are, this is the late sixties. So the rest of the United States was all doing pot, having hairy vaginas, uh, wearing Brown uh, and looking like shit, much like today's hipsters and millennials do today. Uh, but for whatever reason, this show kept it classy. Like these guys, man, about a third of the time, they're breaking out the black double breasted suit and this thin silver tie. And, um, I'm like, oh man, that's real cool. Hey, those guys look sharp, man. Those that's really neat. And if you don't know anything about Mission Impossible, it's, it, Tom Cruise turned it into to, into a good movie series, but they're they're very loosely related. There's not a lot of. It's not like Man from Uncle, where that's almost a 95% accurate replication of the original. Uh, the original Mission Impossible, it always starts with uh with Dan, the the, the head of the Impossible Missions Force. Dan, if you choose to accept this mission, blah, 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 and the State Department will disavow knowing you, this uh, this uh, message will self-destruct in five seconds. He throws it in some acid or something like that, and the tape blows up. And then the, the song plays, and then it, what's really neat, is it's always always the same thing. He he opens up his impossible missions force briefcase, and he pulls out people's um, dossier. Well, this is before the Internet. So, it's actual pictures of the actors who are going to be in that episode show, and I, I like, oh, this is such and such such and such and then the the credits will roll uh, Martin Lando is rolling hand, and he kind of smirks and'll throw that one and uh, that's that's the person I want on my team pile, so he throws it on the, on the team pile and then he'll go through some no name pictures of random people, and I'm betting you know, nuts to bolts, maybe somebody older than me can tell me this. I'm betting you, you know, a nuts to bolts is kind of like Easter eggs. Some of the directors or writers put their own faces in there and say, "Yeah, no, nah, I don't want that guy that's the director." And, and then, oh, here's um, here's Cinnamon. Uh, what's her last name? The actor the, the the character's name is Cinnamon. Her actress's name is Barbara Barbara Bain. Uh, she's a classy gal. She's she. They always need a mall. They always need they always need a woman. They always need a cl- a sly, clever woman. Uh, to get the bad guys, because bad guys are suckers for a good-looking broad. He's like, and he smirks, it, he throws her on the pile. And then there's a uh, 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 Barney Collier. Uh, he's he's like the the uh, not the weapons expert, but the technology expert. Sometimes he's in there. And then there's a a, a, a big rip guy who, in the real world, was an Olympic weightlifter, uh, uh, Peter Lupus. And so sometimes, and and not all of them are all in the same mission. Depends who was available to act. <clears throat> and then they got the mission. And then they, now the place they're in, where where the Impossible Missions Force is headquartered, it's this shwink nineteen fifties, late fifties, early sixties lounge, like this <clears throat> three quarters uh, curved couch, uh, just this really neat design. Same design, same interior design. It's the bad guys at North by Northwest at the Von Damme house. And I've been taking notes. I'm like, that's what I want my house to look like. I want my house to look like that. Um, and not only because I like the style, but it does harken back to my kid days. My grandpa, he was a mortician, and he had an office. Now, it was a small office, but even though it was the 70s by that time, he still kept that classy uh, late 50s, early 60s, corporate executive type of style. I mean, it wasn't a corporate executive, but the, the desk was like that, the silver pens, um, quasi-minimalist but still sharp, just sharp. That's 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 the the verb or the uh, adjective or the descriptive noun, whatever. It was just sharp. And that's what I want my house to look like. I want it to look like that Mission Impossible Um James Bond villain lair hangout where you walk in and there's a, you, you like, God, I've never drank scotch before in my life, but I feel like I should order a scotch. And I'd be right there. Oh, hello. Welcome to Clary Estates. Would you like a scotch? And then I have a black briefcase and I could just randomly go through people's pictures and there'd be no mission. I just like, you know, play the song in the background. and I'm like, yes, this person will go hiking with me. No, I don't want that person to go. Yes. This person will go hiking with me. <clears throat> oh that's gonna be the house that'll be the house it's the interior of the house and there's a bedroom in there i really don't care about the bedroom i don't <laughs> what is there a bed in it? i'm gonna be i'm gonna be unconscious what do i care is in it the girlfriend's all like why do i do it? you know you choose your bells you can you can design the bedroom however you want i'm never conscious when i'm in it anyway And, yes, we are getting a walk-in closet for all your freaking shoes and outfits. You're going to take – it's all there. Lived in a submarine long enough here. Um, Yeah, I don't really care too much about the bedroom. Bathroom, I think I'm going to care a little bit about. Um, I want a jacuzzi uh, bath, you know. They got the baths with the the rockets in there. And then the shower is going to have two. Two shower heads. Let me tell you why cuz all women, "Oh, let's take a shower together." You're like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." Until you realize you got this, you know, this this cramped bachelor stall. And then then it's a fight on who's going to get the water. It get free, especially in cold Minnesota winters, which I don't do anymore, but cold Minnesota falls. In the basement, it's freezing, it's cold. "Oh, get in that shower." Well, and then the woman hogs all the water. And you get best you got to share it. No. Mm-mm. Separate shower heads with separate temperature controls. I want all my water, hot as hell, on me. Not sharing it with this tall Norwegian goddess. Get get your own damn water. All mine, all my water. And then, um, I don't know, beyond that, I know I want a fireplace in there. Uh, Maybe a wood-burning stove. And then a couple extra rooms. That's the problem is I got to build up a house probably a little bit bigger than what I need. Oh, yeah, that's that's not No, it isn't. But now hear me out here, guys. The Sturgis rally comes by and holy crap, can you rent out your property for a lot of money? They'll rent out just campgrounds, just plots of land for people to camp on. Hundreds of dollars a week. I get a nice place like this and I'm there making sure you know, there's not too rowdy or anything like that. I can easily pay my property taxes with what I rented out for the Sturgis rally be plenty of room, got some, got some acreage, not a lot, not a huge, huge piece of land, but enough, enough, you know, going to put that over there, uh, but if I had a couple extra rooms, you know, building, throwing the extra money, Look, like we're going to put down the, the imprint, we're going to put down the footprint of the house, we might as well, you know, make it, while we're here, maybe two bedroom, three bath, no, two bathroom, three bedroom, that'd be about right, that'd be about right. That's going to be my place. That'll be my place. Fly out. 50-minute flight from Minneapolis to Rapid City. Just sit there. Where are you going? I'm going to go to my house. What are you going to do? I'm going to sit in it. I'm going to sit in my awesome house. You're going to go hiking? Yeah, I'll probably go hiking too. Oh, there'll be adventuring. But unlike here, after being here for 25 years, you're like, what do you want to do? Nothing. There's absolutely nothing. do. Do you want to go somewhere and do what? Do what exactly? Hit every place to hit in this godforsaken town. Well, he can't stay home. No, I can't, but I can't go on had Oh, the indecision. Oh, they say make a man miserable, give him options. Make a man miserable, even more miserable, give him no options. That's why I'm doing the podcast. How are you guys doing? <clears throat> uh, this is the Clary Podcast. If you're listening, comment, like, and subscribe. Don't comment. If you would subscribe, I'd appreciate it very much. If you'd like the video, I'd also appreciate that very much. Uh, I to this day, I still don't know how that affects the algorithms. I know it affects it positively. But uh, I'm just going through the fan mail. sping out the fan mail. Hi, Aaron. You spent a great deal of time telling your fans why you shouldn't work in SV. As a cap, I I wanted to add to this. What's SV? I wanted to add to this. Relaying my experience two days ago. Oh, Silicon Valley. Okay, this is a guy from, he wanted to convey this. A a young man writes, I won't mention the name, uh, but he did want to help you guys. In my day, the big thing was to work in Wall Street because they had movies, and that's what people said. Oh, you make a lot of money working on Wall Street. Now it's Silicon Valley. That's where the dupes go. We have this technology. You You can do anything from around the world. Really? Yes, except work. You have to be physically located here to work. You just said, yes, I know what we said, but we need you to, you know, this really, really cramped peninsula-like place with a valley and only one or two main roads going out, where it's going to just consume at least a quarter of your free waking lives every day. And it's going to torture you and punish you and drive you to an early grave. Yes, we've set our corporations up there. I don't care how you get there, but you have to, hey, we're paying you six figs. We're paying you six figs. Don't you want to go where all the cool California kids are? With we could all be Californian girls, yeah, but we don't have any girls in Silicon Valley because even though we've said we're going to hire girls and we appreciate diversity in vagina, uh, we uh, apparently could you, uh, could you believe this? Uh, there seems to be a shortage of women uh, who majored in STEM, <laughs> uh, but don't worry, JC. Uh, we, we'll, we'll find you some girls right here. Look, here's Tina, look at her, she's got one nostril at least, huh? She's got her degree in engineering. Oh, yeah, she's quite a fetch. Ha-ha. Hi, Aaron. You spend a great deal of time telling your fans why they should not work in Silicon Valley. As a cap, I'd, I wanted to add to this. Relay my experience a couple days ago interviewing at Google in the Bay Area. Feel free to share this with other clients if it's helpful. The Google interview, five hours of getting grilled to write programs at a fucking whiteboard with no pee breaks, with a mixture of Napoleon Dynamite clones and guys with horrible English whose last name either end with Chang or Sing. (laughs) Dude, I can see the picture already. I can see it already. It just sounds like hell. It just sounds like hell. They know they got you because they're Google. This is the hot chick well, if you don't do my homework and I'm not sleeping with you, it just sounds like that. It just sounds like these nerds finally had their day in the sun, and now they're going to wreak their power over other people's. Uh, the work involves pushing buttons on a computer for a duration of 10 to 14 hours per day, according to these individuals, not counting the one-hour commute both ways. Yes! You don't, Guys, you don't have to go to a nuclear blast site to know that it sucks. You don't have to go to shark infested waters that are with bloodied human corpse and remains. Say, hey, I maybe I got not go swim there. You don't have to take off a fat woman's panties to know it stinks. Okay? Just saying. Uh I don't disdain it for being quite honestly all things considered a solid job with good pay, but on the other hand, I don't see why people destroy their lives trying to get a job here by cramming their fucking whiteboard problems for months. At that I, I am going to be writing a book and a piece down the road. No doubt. People who work at Google are super incredibly intelligent. No doubt. A lot. I mean, you want to talk about the highest probably in the world, maybe aside from NASA, if you want to talk about the highest density of Mensa quality people, no doubt in Google, but the human brain, for some reason, um, has this emotional comp- component. Who knew? Humans have this emotional psychology to them. And smart or dumb, be they yellow, black, or white, they are children in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Zig Heil. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter who you are, how intelligent or dumb you are, this vanity, this materialism, this prestige, this status, Seems to infect every human mind, and that is exactly what Google is playing off. That's exactly what Wall Street played off of. Exactly what communists play off of. Um, the world of academia. I had a client, asshole consulting. By the way, if you got questions, go there. Capy will take care of you for a fee. He was arguing with his whatever philosophy teacher. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the, the class is. It's Marxist studies. And he was asking the teacher, like she was advocating uh, communism. He's like, "Well, then, if there's no money, why would we work?" She says, "For prestige." <laughs> Bullshit! I don't want prestige. I, I want money. I want. So I, I need a sandwich. I can't eat prestige. Um, but now these kids have effectively have a basic guaranteed income. That's what it is. It's prestige. They say, "Oh, you're at Google." Ha ha. And how much you want to bet these these Sheep in this regard, brilliant in one hand, sheep in another. They think they're the underdogs. Meanwhile, they're working at this elite club. You know, they get pissed off that Augusta won't have women on their on their team, but uh, or allow women to golf, or there's like some fraternity, or you know, whatever, some kind of elite club. What do they think Google is? What do you think they're doing? They're doing the exact same thing. And they can. They can sell to you dupes. I mean, I did the math. You're really only making equi- – you account for taxes, lost labor, lost free time. You're only making around 30000 35000 adjusted for all the things in this stuff. Oh, yes, I know you, <clears throat> you, uh, you get Google on your resume, but Google is rapidly becoming – that Silicon Valley gen- area in general is rapidly becoming like the big four. You're not going there to make money. You're going there to have it on your resume so you could go off in industry later on uh, and make make some, some big bucks as you get older. Um, I don't see why people are destroying their lives trying to get a job here by cramming their fucking whiteboard problems for months. The recruiter literally expected me to study for this particular job for three months straight. Ha! You know what I could do in three months? I could start a bunch of companies. I could write a bunch of books, and I could, if I wrote a good quality enough book in three months, if you're that smart, you guys could write apps. You could come up with your own entrepreneurial idea. I mean, it, it, it's not that you could compensate yourself as much as Google, but you'll have a lot more freedom. In some, much like every other tech company that ever existed, Google is a collection of buildings full of guys pushing buttons on computers. You got it. You got it, kid. Also, everyone there seemed really edgy, far more so than any other large company I've worked or interviewed at. Yeah, you know what would be interesting? I think I will save this one. I wonder if Google will become such a psychological stress bubble, Silicon Valley in general, that um, it'll be like those Chinese workers were going to put trampolines out so they don't kill themselves. Not that it would come to that, but I, I think... You'll burn out and go away. <laughs> but hey, you know what? You Google people, you know it all. You know it all. I get a kick out every once in a while, put together a, a finance video on asshole consulting. So, uh, what do you like not finance? Why do you, you know, you, you major in economics? Why do you like it? And then I go through it. And I there's one oh, uh, dude, you just couldn't make You couldn't hack it. I make six figs a day. I live in lower Manhattan. Da, da, da. I'm like, you make what? Six, like low six figs and you live in lower. So, congratulations. You make 40000 a year in purchasing power. You can't leave. You don't have a car. <laughs> you don't. You don't have weekends off. Your, your day. You're not. Your idea of a good time is, is blasting away your liver, uh, paying twelve dollars for a drink. It's 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 uh it's a form of brainwashing, and they got it. Google successfully got it. They successfully got it. Uh, Aaron, quick update. It's been about a year since I hired you. At that time, I had just paid off all my credit card debt, thirty three thousand, in about a year. That's good. That's really I was down to nearly zero in savings with a thousand dollar emergency fund. Well, that's better than I think sixty percent of the American population since then saved thirty thousand in cash was one thousand last year net worth up to seven hundred sixty two thousand from five hundred twenty five thousand mostly due to house appreciation all right well that's that's not you still zero. Debt, 18% raise at work. I'll probably continue to stockpile cash for another year or two, then buy something. Thanks again, Lars. Well, thank you, Lars. I appreciate that. Glad to see that worked out. I just wanted to point out the 1,000% rate of return guarantee from Asshole Consulting. You will make or save 1,000% of what you spend. Aaron, what should I invest in? I don't know. Asshole Consulting. Why, why don't you consult me over at Asshole Consulting? Even if it is just like a financial checkup, you know, it's worth the thirty-five dollar video or twenty-five dollar email private, depending on length and all. It could be fifty. Back in zero years old, I was born. Then at one, I shat my pants. And then okay, that's going to be a five hundred dollar consultation fee. If we're going to go that long. But um, I'm not care. I will give you the thousand percent rate of return guarantee. Because for 35 bucks and I stop you from making some dumbass mistake. You right? can't even say dumbass. My listening audience knows knows the dumbass mistakes to avoid, but you know, there's something to consider, <clears throat> like investing, or I can't I can't specifically tell you what to invest in, but I can look and say, oh man, you gotta knock that out. don't do this, do that. Get 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 the financial market to work for you. Oh, I printed this off twice. All right, that throw that away. It wasn't the junk pile. Uh, Scott writes, thank you for Ryan curse of the high IQ. I've identified with it so much that I will be passing my copy to my 17 year old son who is about to enter a structural engineering and architecture program next fall. No, no, he's not going into architecture. No, we're going to stop right there. You are not going into architecture. You have to get your doctorate. You have to get a license. Uh, I would say he goes, if structural engineering, you mean civil engineering. Yes, but you will not be going into arch. No. Like management, if the word architecture is in it, it is a bad degree, very bad. If his goal is to become an architect, tell him, too bad, that's a goal that is not attainable, and it does not pay. My best friend is an architect. I don't think he's ever made more than $50,000 a year working as an architect, and he never got to do what he wanted. You don't, As an architect, you don't build what you want. You, get, you got to do that on your own. That's what you do on. If you want to become Frank Lloyd Wright, you got to really have a hard on for, for 90 degree angles, squares of rectangles and brown shades of brown. And you put together and people who have no taste in not. Oh my God. It's a Frank Lloyd Wright building. Did you go to the Frank Lloyd Wright building? I went to the Frank Lloyd Wright. It was beautiful. It's a bunch of fucking 90 degree angles and squares. That's it. That's all Frank Lloyd Wright is. Don't tell me that's brilliant. It's, it's, it, Did you hear the Frank Lloyd Wright building sold for $60 I I, I Did it? What fool bought that? Did you go to Chicago and look at all the Frank Lloyd Wright inspired buildings? Yes, the squares. I saw the squares. Plenty of 90-degree angles. Mud huts and Land have more architectural uh, uh, creativity than Frank Lloyd Wright. I'd like to see you just say, so "Hang on, let me go get some construction paper and a protractor, and I'll, 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 I'll make you some Frank Lloyd. I'll make you some mean Frank Lloyd Wright-looking buildings." What's that? It's a triangle. No, I, I can't believe it. It's genius. How do you? What's a triangle? I don't know. What, oh my goodness, you're like a super Frank Lloyd Wright man. Look at this. <gasps> what is that? It's called a circle. No, no, it, it can't be. It's alien technology. I go, I go a couple rounds with my architecture buddy. <laughs> Once every two years, we get into the. I'm like, how is it? You, Matt, uh, Alan Quayley, you do not understand. No, I don't understand. I really don't understand. Why is that? Uh, the combination of shadow and 90-degree and angle, Mr. Quayley. It's like, no, no, no. The shadows move, Khan. They move depending on the season. Unless he's, like, lining it up with the equinox and the, the other uh, epigenetic. Uh, Aligning of the stars. I don't see how this is a thing. You're so cl- close-minded, mythical. You typical Republican. Uh, structurally, um, I'll save you the backstory of how my life could have been better in favor of. Thank you for providing a medium in which to reach my children and understanding myself better. Yeah, no problem, man. High IQ is a curse. It is a curse. All you people out there listening right now, all 61 of you. Should go buy the book and read it so that the remainder of your life again, thousand percent rate of return guarantee. You go buy, you say, dude, that was ten, that made my life ten times better than what I read it. Kind words are nice to show support of someone's work. I prefer a different method. I just purchased Worthless and Poor riches Retirement. Oh, awesome! Thank you very much, uh, Scott. Thank you very much. We'll put that <clears throat> in the box of mementos. You have you have fan mail like this? I bet you don't. I bet you my box of mementos is more filled with fan mail than yours. Oh, let's get some sponsors out of the way. Uh, Ridge Wallet, ridgewallet.com, new sponsor. You know what? Before I, let me get more coffee. Let me get some coffee. Coffee's gone cold. been not the microwave. not too cold. But up, but up, but up, but up, but up, but up, do 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 Early 60s. Never liked the Brady Bunch. Oh, the Brady Bunch was horrible. Just horrible, that nasty 60s commercials. I didn't even know what hairy vaginas were when I was a kid in the 70s, but you kind of knew just based on like, hey, you know how bad we look on the outside with brown and orange plaid? Just imagine what our armpits and hoo-hahs look like. Oh, good coffee. Good coffee. With my... um. I might as well give it in. invisiblehandfashion.com these guys haven't sponsored me in a bit but I um, I'm very bad with my sponsor so I, and it, it's good I got a nice coffee mug from invisiblehandfashion.com guys might check that out other sponsors here <clears throat> Ridge Wallet. um this guy has hustle which is like alexi over at academic composition this guy had hustle hey Cappy, buddy of mine recommended contact you blah 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 What's it cost fifty dollars within three minutes cool, done. Da, da, da. I'm like, all right, he paid. What do you need me to tell you? About? Ah, just link to the... It's really cool. It's really cool. Take a look at his website, ridgewallet.com. It's RFID uh, proof, meaning people can't come up to your ass with a scanner and get your, and they could do that now. They just got like this, it's like a, what do they call it? A ripper? Your credit card magnetic strip can be scanned separately. So it could just scan it and then they got your credit card number. Uh, The wallets now of of any worth, if they're worth their their weight, uh, have a little, I don't know, metal stuff in it so people can't scan it no more. The bad timing is I just bought myself a new wallet, and now he's sending me one in the mail. And they look sharp. They look cool. They look like they belong in my South Dakota mini James Bond villain house. That's how cool they look. And so uh, I did want to give him a shout out, not least of all because he paid me. But I, I'm actually looking forward. I don't really look forward to gifts anymore because I pretty much have everything I want. Wish I was more materialistic. My jacuzzi. Can you imagine jacuzzi? But kind of looking forward to getting that wallet in the mail because I'm like, well, that that does look sharp. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, different ways you could donate to the show if you'd like. The quickest, easiest way instead of trying to remember them all, just go to olderbrother.com/slash/donate. And there's three main ways you can help out with the Clary podcast guy that cost you money. Otherwise, just honest to God, just sharing and spread. You know, if you're on Facebook today, forward this to people. That's the best way to I really appreciate that. But otherwise, if you feel compelled to give me money, we have a Patreon.com, Patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. Uh, You get nothing in return for that. Uh, If I get more, I'm trying to hire pinup models to put a little bit of cute cheesecake on the Patreon, but that is just becoming difficult. So don't expect anything from there. Just If you want to throw money my way, you can. If you like Patreon, cool. There you go. There's also a PayPal link up there at olderbrother.com slash donate. That is cheaper. You could just donate. You don't need a PayPal account. I don't have a PayPal. You don't need it. There should be a credit card option there. Oh, my God, Chris Beckloff! I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill him. He's like this younger brother who doesn't fucking listen. They demonetize this, and I don't know how else to get money. Say, Chris, there's other options. Oh my god, how do I monetize? I'm not I'm not helping him. I'm not help. Oh, Aaron, you should know. No, he's gonna pay. He's gonna pay. Cause then he might actually do it. He might actually listen. Nobody listens. Nobody listens. Nobody loves Clary. Nobody. I, it's no different than talking to a little teenager. Hey, you really ought to consider that. Although a lot of them are girls. All right, fine. Screw you. Have a hellish 20, 20 years. You'll come back. You'll figure it out. Actually, in 20 years, you'll deduce everything I figured out, so you won't need it. But you could conveniently consume it here. In one of these books are just listening to me. Anyway, PayPal, there is a way to make a donate button uh, or not a donate button. There is a way to cr- pay by credit card. So you got that there. Uh, then what else? Oh, and then the best way is my Amazon affiliate program. All right, guys, look, all I know you're all going to buy stuff online. Here's what I'm asking. This is what I really want. Okay, the other two are sure if you want to throw money at it. You don't get anything. You're going to buy, imagine all the crap you're going to buy online through Amazon from here until you're dead. All right. If you really want to help out the show, why not just give me 6 to 7% of that? Now, you're not giving me anything because Amazon pays a 6 to 7% commission if you go through my Amazon affiliate program. You don't have to sign up through the program. It's just the link. You click on this link. It goes to Amazon. It has a bunch of code in it. It says, oh, this came from Cappy's site. And then- Anything you buy, I get a 6 to 7% cut because I'm driving traffic to Amazon's site. So you don't pay anything extra. The real thing is if you get into the habit of doing that. And there's two enemies I got in this regard. One, I got the Amazon app on my phone. Fuck your Amazon app on the phone. Nobody makes money that way. Inconvenience yourself. Go through the pain and agony of while you're on your computer. In my day, we used computers. Now, you kids with your phone, I can do everything from my phone. Knock it off. Go through your computer. The app doesn't allow you to do it. Go through your computer. You could go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon logo that's there. Or you go to capitalism.blogspot.com. Click on the Amazon banner that's in the right sidebar a little shopping cart. I don't see it. It's there. You just didn't look. You click on it, takes it right to Amazon, buy. You don't have to even log in beforehand. You just click on it. Then you log in. You can log in. Then you click on it. Doesn't matter. Just go there. Uh, And then everything you buy. And if you buy, And the other thing, um, people think that you got to have an account. You don't have to have an account. You just click on it. That's it. That's I mean, you gotta have an account to inevitably buy, it, but you don't sign up through my affiliate program. That there's no additional login. You gotta log in anyway through your Amazon account. That's it. Now, if you get into the habit, the habit of not going straight to Amazon.com or uh, uh, going through your phone, and you do, I God, I had a guy, Chad Elkins, that rat bastard. Hey, I got a new microphone. Did you go for my Amazon affiliate program? Crickets chirping. Just crickets chirping. You could see him. You could not only, because he lives in Chicago, I'm in Minneapolis. Not only could you hear the shame, you could smell and feel it from 500 miles away. You could just see him have shame. You can smell every, everything. You could you could read his shame. Did you buy it through Amazon affiliate program? Dead silence. I had someone buy stuff for their house. They're building their house. Well, had I known that, I would have spent $14,000 on sheetrock. I'm like, 14,000? 7% of 14,000 is like $700, $800. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Why would I want that? <laughs> so please, go through that. Uh, what else we got? Academiccomposition.com, uh, It's, is it not, not final season yet. That's coming up. But if you're in college, you don't want to write your homework papers no more because well, why would you? I got to wonder what percentage of the papers you write, you know, what percent of your hours in college are actually spent working on your degree? Cause for me, it was like a third, maybe a quarter. And I will never forgive. I will never forgive big education for it. I don't care that at the Carlson School of Management that there are no original teachers there that were there when I was there 20 years ago. I don't care that it may have changed. I want my blood. I'm going and, – and it's probably even gotten worse. You poor kids got go to go to these pointless colleges, take these pointless classes. There is no more morality. They are they're, they're only making you take these classes so they can make more money on you. So there's no education value to be had there. It's just a money-making operation. God Almighty, just pay someone to write your papers you don't want to, if you have the the money, if you have the money. Academiccomposition.com. Alex is also hiring marketers if you're looking for a job to market his services. And he's also looking for writers. So if you're really good at writing leftist, Marxist bullshit, uh, go work for Alex. Look, millions of kids every day need pointless papers written on Marxist ideology and why white men suck and why people who have peni suck and need to be uh, exterminated or thrown in jails or taxed heavily. So if you can write anti peni and anti-white propaganda while bowing at the altar of Marx, go work for Alex. I should ask him what percent of his papers are Marxist drivel. I'd be really good because you can't do it if you're an engineer like you. There's no point doing accounting or engineering class because there's none of these Marxist papers, but I, I've got of curious what percent of his papers are all just BS. Um, the Great Emu War, find that on Amazon.com. Uh, that's a story about how the Australian government went to war against an invasive species, the emu, large ostrich-like bird, and lost, lost. You can find that on Amazon.com. And the author himself, he has a website called the quintessentialist.blogspot.com, thequintessentialist.blogspot.com. The hyphen quintessentialist.blogspot.com. Check him out. Also, check out orionscoldfire.com. You can find him uh, at that website. He writes and does posts and um, all that other good stuff. But then he also does some photography. That's why I like it. So take a break from politics. Go to Orion's Cold Fire and just look at his picture, uh, pictures. Pictures. Speaking of rat bastards who did not give Aaron his cut through his Amazon affiliate program, uh, Chad Elkins and his old man have uh, two books out this year, the Standard and Annual Comprehensive Tax Guide of 2019. You can find that online by searching Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide 2019. And then because of the changes in the tax law due to Donald Trump, we have the Elkins Guide, Tax Cuts, and Jobs Act. A very exciting reading. Just just. If you if you here's here's what you do you don't either buy it for the tax value no 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 the real value that comes with buying any one of the elkins guides is you buy it and you go to a nightclub <clears throat> like when i was younger i had a buddy who was older than me who coincidentally is still older than me now and he would go to the baby boomer uh meat market bars and all these guys would throw their keychains up on the because the pockets wouldn't work, obviously. So they, they you got to think about how dumb and douchebaggery this is. <clears throat> they would throw at the age of 55 their keychains up on the bar with the Mercedes or the BMW or the whatever logo facing up, the Porsche logo. Thing. And then women, <clears throat> because they're strong, independent women don't need no man fish bicycle trademark, uh, they would go, oh, he has money. His face looks like it got ran over by a train, but he's got money. Or so he lets you think he does because that car's leased. And you women don't know the difference between debt and equity spending. So what the fuck? And um, that's what you got to do with the Chad Elkins tax guide. You go buy the Chad Elkins tax guide. And these these pansies, these pussies are throwing up their keychains for Ferraris and Mercedes and whatever. You lay that tax guide down. That's going to turn the ladies. The ladies with their gray-haired hoo has are going to look and say, oh, my goodness. He's reading the Chad Elkins comprehensive tax guide. I'll go home and sleep with him. That's the real point and purpose of the tax guide. <clears throat> and then there's these other books that I wrote that who the hell want reconnaissance man. All you boys out there and girls. But i am kind of tired of trying to sell the women because women don't want to buy anything but lies. Uh, get yourself reconnaissance man. If you are a younger man, meaning you're still in high school, that's the best time to read. If you're in college, and you don't know what you're really going to be majoring in, get reconnaissance, man. If you're out of college and you realize, oh crap, I've been lied to and my degree is worthless, get reconnaissance, man. You have to you have to do reconnaissance in life to figure out where you want to go first. Don't let your teachers and guidance counselors, I, I like working with children. I'm gonna go become an education major. No, 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 no. Go and travel the United States, at least the United States. See what's out there, and if you're a young man, and, it's, and people think, "Oh, is it for Tina?" No. If you don't know where you want to go next, get reconnaissance, man. This is the roadmap to life. Batch of Pat Economics is the financial map to life. Reconnaissance map is the uh, reconnaissance man is the roadmap to life. You want another map? Here's another map. Black man's got out of poverty now. If you didn't know from the title, it may be a little bit confusing. Let me tell you who this book is for. It is for a gentleman, man, who happen to be of the African-American persuasion. Ha <laughs> Because only pussies say seven syllables when one will suffice, it, meaning you have to be black. We don't have to be. Anyone can read this book. But it's designed for men who happen to be black. You're in poverty. And here's the kicker. Here's the trick. <clears throat> you want to get out of poverty. So it is the roadmap for black gentlemen who are in poverty and wish to get out. And I'll tell you this right now, and funny ha set aside, guarantee you this book will do more to help you than all of the Democrat and all the government programs have ever done to help, quote, help black men in poverty in the past 60 years. If you don't believe me, look how you're still poor. Hey, all this shit the government does, and Detroit is still a shithole. Baltimore, Shithole. Who's dead last? Well, technically, uh, American Indians are dead last when it comes to income, but a very close second to dead last place is black males. I do think life expectancy, too. I think black men are dead last. Uh, so, not only for poverty sakes, but if you'd like to not die early, uh, please get that book. And if you haven't figured out by the tone of this podcast, we don't care about feelings. We care about you. If you want your feelings all oh, namby-pamby and felt, well, you go talk to Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama or Nancy Pelosi or uh, the Democrat Party, and they'll make you feel good. Oh, you'll still be poor. You'll still be poor as hell, but you'll feel good. And, you know, that seems to be more important to everybody nowadays. pad economics, that's for everybody. Uh, it is written for men, but women can benefit from it, too, because I don't know if women believe this or not, but uh, the laws of finance and economics still apply to you probably will be coming out with a bachelorette pad economics one of these days although it's kind of hard to they just want to be lied to they just want lies no girl's gonna buy a bachelorette pad i mean some women will and what what women here are listening already you're already smart enough to know you probably did read it like oh yeah this is the same thing you know, Aaron, what would what would a bachelorette pad economics look like? Well, it'd be like bachelorette pad economics. I wouldn't even write a full book. I say first go read bachelorette Pad Economics. This is an addendum, and I'll address a couple, a handful of things. It'd only be essay length, uh, much like my past couple of books have been. It would only be essay length to to tweak and tailor it to women. And I put a pink cover on it, and there'd be unicorns and flowers and uh, a Mediterranean looking guy with a glass of Moscato, you know. And his name would be Esteban, and he'd have tufts of chest hair and a white shirt, <clears throat> and uh, and and women and it, and uh, I don't know. I just maybe I could write. Think about this, guys. How would this work? Maybe, <laughs> I I shouldn't even tell the idea because it might just work. It's so stupid. It might work. What if I wrote a Harlequin romance novel that? structurally underneath was a, uh, a personal financial help book, <laughs> like a, a financial self-help book. It'd be personal financial management, but it it would be woven into uh, a, a tawdry, passionate, uh, 50 shades of gray. And then he ripped her bodice off. And before he thrust his penis inside of her, he said, Hey, did you donate to your IRA? I don't have sex with women until... And thus the financial domination began. I can't have sex with you and make you come seven times tonight without knowing that you have a fully funded 401k. What do you mean you didn't take advantage of the thrift savings program? I thought you were in the military. Student loan debt? I won't sleep with you until you have that all paid off, said Thaddeus. Amy felt the shame of her women's studies degree, but Thaddeus's cock was so awesome she just had to pay off her student loans. That's all right, Thaddeus. I'll pay off my student loans for you. I'll do anything. I'll even work as a gasp barista. Thaddeus looked at her with one brow raised as You better. You better. Because I didn't buy those whips and chains for nothing. I'd hate to use it on the civil engineering major I'm about to go out with, who I know for sure has no student loan. No, Thaddeus, anything. I'll do anything for you. I'll even work a gasp. Real job. Good. Grow your hair out. Get rid of those stupid ear gauges. I have a surgeon who will sew that loopy ass shit back up. Maybe you'll become fuckable someday, Thaddeus said. But first, we're going to talk to my friend. You know what? Oh, oh here's another one we could do. Get this. All right. <clears throat> Get this. <laughs> not his girl Friday. That um, was a Jer- Jerry, Jerry uh, not Jerry Lewis. Jimmy Stewart. Uh, not bringing up baby. What was it? It was Miss Congeniality. Miss Congeniality was a remake of this movie. Movie had Audrey Hepburn in it. Why can't I? They take this sloven woman who has raw potential and it turns into this classy uh, refined one what the hell was it my fair lady my fair lady we could do that except it would be taking the sloven crappy mass produced by the, literally in the tens of millions i'd say there's almost 75 million american women like this <clears throat> where they're just eh, 15 to 20 pounds overweight short hair no makeup not sexy at all and their finances are just a wreck. And then some financier, some brilliant personal financial manager comes in and he converts her into my fair financial lady where he pays off all her student loans. She gets rid of her credit card debt. She gives up her, uh, her. Uh... There's, <clears throat> there's so many of these cars. They're not fancy cars, but they're not crappy cars. But because they're new, women think they're great. Like, yeah, like a Santa Fe. What is it? A, a Nissan Fata, Santa Fe or a Nissan Durango, where it's like this fancy SUV. And girls get it. It's a new one. Like, he says, no, no, no. You're getting rid of that. You're going to get yourself a used Kia. And he just converts her from this. Just common, and I mean that in an insulting sense, not that any any women are listening right now. I mean that in, in a truly you are so common. You're also a hypocrite because you think you're so independent-minded being like the remaining 75 million liberal arts majoring women with student loan problems and student debts, and you all leftists, you're all Hillary supporters, and you've all never had an independent thought, but you all think you have. I regurgitated what my professors told me to. I'm a smart. Repeat after me. I'm a smart, independent woman. I'm a smart, independent woman. There, now go out and be independent. Aha! I need more government money. Somebody bail me out. I am smart, independent woman. Ah, ah, ah. So we take that and then he turns her into a financially literate woman with no debt and a financial future. Thaddeus, how will I thank you? It's all right. You not collecting tax money is thanks. You, you not voting socialism is thanks enough. Where are you going? I'm going to Monaco. I'm not paying your fucking taxes here. I'm leaving. But, but I I was told to vote leftist. Not all you've ever... No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry, Amy. See that guy over there? Yeah, the guy with the groomed beard and the noodly arms. There's millions of them there for you. No, don't leave me, Thaddeus. I don't want to date a millennial soy boy. They have a tragic ending, wouldn't it? She'd be crying. Frankly, dear, I don't give a damn. See, we got it all. We got uh, My Fair Lady, Miss Congeniality, 50 Shades of Grey, and then um, Gone with the Wind. We got them all there. Then Thaddeus, he, he builds her up only to crush her later for her to realize she's a producer and no longer a parasite. And she it's like the Matrix. Yeah, we got a little bit of Matrix in there too. He feeds her the red pill. She read my fair lady's up financially and physically. And then you know he did that just to be mean and evil to her. <clears throat> and then he's like, well, I'm off to the Caymans. Where, where, where are you going? I'm going to the Caymans. You know what tax rates are. And, and I'm leaving this to you. Goodbye, Amy. No, we need something more than one. We need a three-syllable word. Jessica. Goodbye, Jessica. I will no longer see you. No, don't go. I don't want to pay taxes. (laughs) Why? Never saw a gun with the wind. Frankly, dear, what will I do without you? Frankly, dear, I don't give a damn. (gasps) All right. Uh, Boy, that was all out of Bachelorette Economics, huh? Worthless, young person's indispensable guy to choosing the right major. Go buy it now if you haven't read it and you're kicking If you don't know what to major in in college, you don't know what to do after high school, you're in college and you're not sure about your degree, go and get the book Worthless. Enjoy the decline. Hey, are you pissed off that the uh, Latinos are all coming up here in their little caravan to purposely go and interrupt our midterm elections and that's exactly what it was? Aren't you happy you have Trump? Imagine if it was Hillary. Oh, could you? Hillary would have spread the legs of the United States to expose our vagina so that we could have all of Latin America come in and inseminate it. She would have, oh, she would have been masturbating in the Oval Office because that would have been so exciting. My God, that Trump was was so insane. We got him. All of his (laughs) faults. We're sending the military. Hillary would have sent a welcoming committee and some virgins, sacrificial virgins for him. Uh, anyway, if you don't like the way the country is going, get the book Enjoy the Client. Anytime you read something in the news, you put you in a bad mood and can't just you can't just wait but to, to imagine and dream what it's like to go to your place in South Dakota. Get the book Enjoy the Client. The gray one himself, sinlibsoche.com. The gray one himself, God, he had a very dark day. I didn't text him. I'm like, hey. Great one. Maybe you should read Enjoy the Decline again, not get pissed off, not get upset. He's lucky. He's older than me. He's closer to death than I am. So he, you know, guys, all we all we gotta do is last another 30 years. The lights just gotta stay on another 30 years. And we're done. We're done. We're over. Could pass away. The real trick is like if I have any assets left over, I'm going to have to like kind of get rid of them because I don't want anything going to the United States. Unless, unless the United States would just to turn around like, you know what? We're getting back to 1950s, nuclear family, June Ward Cleaver type. Uh, we're going to defend America. Yes, we're going to defend European and Western nation culture. You don't have to be genetically of that lineage, but you have to appreciate it. Until I see that, I'm like, nah, my money's going to Poland or Russia or some other place. It's not going here no more. It's not going to the future Brazil. We got Curse of the High IQ. Everybody listening should be uh, getting that. How many people are listening right now? 69. There should be 70 sales now of Curse of the High IQ because a lot of you do not realize how having a high IQ hurts you. And it helps to eliminate that hurt or lessen the pain. Oh, God. Just Yesterday. Yesterday. Scooby-dooby-dooby-dooby. I'm not gay. <laughs> I hung out with my nieces and we went and play. Uh, I did hang out with my nieces yesterday. But the traveling during non-rush hour peaks and just looking at lines. We don't even live in Silicon Valley. And just all the stupid people, the amount of stupid is increasing. And you pay a toll, my fine, good, intelligent friends. You do pay a toll. Dealing with stupid people, I got a post coming up, the role stupid people play in society. its I think it's going to be a brilliant piece. I won't know until I write it, but I think it's going to be a brilliant piece. But I sat and outlined it and contemplated it because I'm just running into so many damn stupid people. And they're increasing in numbers, not just population density, but the percentage of the population that is stupid. Oh, my God. I'm afraid with Gen Z, after looking what came off the assembly line with with the the, the feces called the, the millennial generation, I can't imagine what Gen Z is going to be like. I mean, it was a solid turd that millennials were. Now, what, we're going to have soupy diarrhea with Gen Z? I mean, how much worse can it get? Yes, there are more and more stupid people coming online. IQ is going down. And for those of you with a high IQ, that means it's going to be worse for you. Please read the book Curse of the High IQ so you know how to at least ameliorate. You should know what that word means. Over high IQ, Uh aha. Lesson: the pain and agony of dealing with stupid people. Then we have Poor Richard's Retirement. If you do not have anything saved up for retirement, may I recommend Poor Richard's Retirement? That uh, that uh, that's a good book, and it's also philosophical. A lot of people: is this just another uh, what is it? Early retirement extreme? There are elements of it. There is a mathematical element of it there, uh, but it's more. The subtitle, if there was one, aside for retirement for everyday Americans, is how to eliminate your psychological addiction to materialism, which makes things a lot easier to retire on the cheap. That would be it. So if you, if you, let's say you're a young man, which most of you are, and you guys still want to buy yourself a fancy car, like you still have that urge to get a fancy car, this book gets rid of that urge. You want to go nightclub and you want to get fancy, you want to party, you want to wear fancy clothes. This book gets rid of that urge and it replaces with something that's free and a lot cheaper and therefore makes retirement planning a lot easier because tons of retirement books written where it's like, here's the math. Here's what you got to throw in. This goes through human psychology, evolution, love, your fellow man, blah, blah, blah. And why things are stupid. So if if you're there and I know, like, heck, I got a buddy. Um, I even pick on him. I call him up once every six months because he'll get like this mini midlife crisis because he makes a lot of money, quarter million a year, house is almost paid off. <laughs> Dude, I I found this new Harley and it's got the, the, the this thing and the bling and the flash and the cash. I'm like, how much? Thirty five thousand? No. Well, come on, like like he he tries to look. I can do it. I can finance it. I am like no. But but I say, look, get a Honda used Honda for a, fr- for, for a fifth, for, for a seventh of the cost with some miles on it, and you won't have any problem. Yeah, but it's got this. I- no. All right, you're right. Dude, there's this Cadillac Escalade. I really wanted that. And, uh, come on, I make the money. I'm going to have like, did you, ha- did you have your house paid off? No. So if you spent that money, much money on the Cadillac Escalade, that, that $50,000, yeah. Wouldn't that put your daughter through college? Yeah, I suppose it would. Oh, so you love a car more than you love the future of your daughter. <laughs> He's so easy to pat down. He's so easy. He's like, ah, get your ass back over there. Pay off your fucking house. <laughs> and he could. He's the perfectly qualified individual. He, he Of all the people that would legitimately afford a luxury car, this guy is one of them that could do it. It wouldn't be leased – it would be this, it would be that. But I, I just, you could you could just, oh, it's so easy. It's like, oh, so you don't love your kid. Oh, you don't love your wife. No, no, that, 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 that's all right, man. If you don't have cryptocurrency or 401, that's fine. You know, I, I'm sure that Cadillac will come in real handy in the next great recession. Maybe you guys can live in it when, you know, all right, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, so Paul Richards' retirement gets rid of that <clears throat> financial desire. And you look at everybody's financial problems. If you ever listen to the Dame, Dave Ramsey show, who's a much nicer version of asshole consulting and he doesn't curse, uh, everyone gets into trouble by buying nice shit they can't afford and they don't need, and that's the key thing. They don't need. And everybody, oh, don't buy stuff you can't afford. Don't buy stuff. Oh, materialism. Everyone slams on materialism. No one drills down in the human psychology. as okay, why is materialism so ingrained in our psychology. And I go in with the scalpel and I remove it from your brain. And I'm like, you are free. It's like I remove that, that green earth or alien creature from people's heads in Futurama. That's me. I just bloop. Okay, now go be free. What do I do? I don't know. Frankly, darling, I don't give a damn. <clears throat> and if you've read all of these books anyway, please review them online. I'd appreciate that very much. Curse the high IQ. So I I think it got into the hands of uh, some lefties because I've gotten a bunch of one-star reviews recently. Uh, So if you guys would go over there and give it some five-star reviews or some reviews that are honest, that would be good. People can read through it. This guy's a dick. That was literally one of the reviews. This guy's a jerk. I'm like, really? That's your argument? Apparently you've never been to asshole consulting. Uh, Then we have two other books, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill by our good friend Adam Piggott, who was taking a sabbatical and enjoying his life. I forgot I I was going to podcast with him this past weekend, but then I had to get wood for winter instead and split that and almost pulled my back doing it. But two books, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. Pushing Rubber Downhill is also the name of his website, so you can read his uh, posts and his uh, podcast, pushingrubberdownhill.com. And then we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, 405media.com, Financial Survival Network, Kanto Talk, Silvio Kanto, O'Shea Jackson over on YouTube, Economic Invincibility, Jim Fear, 138.blogspot.com, TJ Martinell with his shitty house up in the Cascades, Small Scale Life, where he tells you about what he's going to tell you, then he tells you. World Class Bullshitters, oh, I got to binge on those guys. See, I save O'Shea Jackson for when I drive because uh, I go down south for winter all the time. And I say I gotta take a truck. I gotta take my vehicle. So I say I binge on O'Shea Jackson when I when I go down and then when I drive back. World class bullshitters I haven't listened to in a while, too. I should listen to him. Rich Cooper, entrepreneurs in cars on YouTube. Michael Kingswood.com slash RSS. Or you just go to non-communist science Check him out. Uh Dr. David Perodin, the safety doc. You can find him at safetyphd.com. And that's it. You know what? I'm going to hit the can. <clears throat> Want you guys in the chat room entertain yourself? I'll be back. Anybody ask where I am on PE? <clears throat> all right. today's a running day gotta go and run all right let's go you know let's go to the chat room let's go see hang on where did that go uh all right darn it all right ah uh, steam 20 mexican pesos Go fund me to get Cappy to watch Dr. Strange. What's what's a fucking Mexican? What's that? Hang on. What is that? 30 cents? <clears throat> I think it's 7 to 1. Mexican uh, peso. Five cents. Good oh, Christ. Is it that low already? Five pe- five cents for each peso? Why do you have people? Not you. This is not, not the criticize you, Steve, but it's just like, why do these countries, I remember Korea was like 3,000 won. This is South Korea, the successful country. It was like 3,000 won to one U.S. dollar. I was like, dude, what? who uses a won? One won. What do you buy with one won? It's like, just reprint off a new currency. <clears throat> 0.05. 20. That's $1. You gave me a buck. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Uh, Rita. Oh, there's Rita. Why do I picture her as this nice lady, this nice old grandma lady or a motherly type of lady? She gave $2. She says, have a nice day. Well, thank you, Rita. I appreciate it. Uh, and then, uh, well, that's it. That's it for the Super Chats. Thanks, guys. I'll go I'll go buy my jacuzzi right now. <laughs> uh, what do we want to do? Where did it go? I had something. <clears throat> From yesterday, speaking of Google, uh, Google employees to walk out to protest treatment of women. I'm getting so tired of this. Oh, shoot. I had another sponsor. You know what? I'll read this article, then I'll go over the sponsor because I have it on the older brother sponsor list, not this one. Hundreds of Google engineers and other workers are expected to walk off the job Thursday morning to protest the Internet company's lenient treatment of executives accused of sexual misconduct. Accused? How about guilty of? Should we start there? It's a it's a witch hunt. This this is the problem. Half the population, called women, especially under the age of forty, are now leading to believe that normal male behavior is is a fireable offense or something to report. You throw in uh, this this mentality that they're all victims and men are just these evil bad people. Uh, men have been made to be the enemy of women in these girls' minds. And now anything men do of a male nature, and I want to know what this guy, he's accused. Accused. I guess we can just simply accuse now. We don't have to prove as proven by uh, uh, the Blasey uh, Ford. This is the latest expression of a tiring, I added that, a tiring backlash against men's exploitation of female subordinates in the business entertainment and politics. In Silicon Valley, women are also becoming fed up with the male-dominated composition of the technologies industry's workforce. Well, why don't you girls major in computer engineering or computer science then? I all, all you girls do is complain. That's it. I've been on this planet 43 years. Um, Start going to school when I was five, and starting as early as the first grade, I can remember all you girls do is complain. This is now 30-odd years, 37 years of complaining. And I'm not going to live the remainder of my life saying, well, maybe we just... No, you girls want to complain. Now, sometimes there's legitimate complaints, but now that you women have cried wolf and cried rape or cried sexual assault so many times... It, it, it proves to me that you know there may be one legitimate complaint in 100. How are we going to suss that out? But it's it's very clear to me all you want to do is complain. None of you want to work hard. None of you want to go and become uh, engineers. And there are a few. I can't say none. There are some. Again, the smartest person I know is a woman with a doctorate in electrical engineering. She will blow you out of the water. But for, for you rank and file, I'll oh, knock it off. Just knock it off. You're not oppressed. You're not discriminated against. Anything the world bends over backwards for you. And it's it's kind of like this argument. It's like nobody learns unless they pay a price. Nobody learns in response to kindness. People only learn unless there's pain and agony. It makes me wonder if the Muslims don't have it right. Making you girls wear a bunch of burqas. Because being nice to you doesn't work. Being the nice guy never works. You just take more and more and more. And it's not even take. It's 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 finding things increasingly petty and minor. You get everything you want. You don't have anything to bitch and whine about. Now you're going to go find something even pettier to bitch and whine about. The Google protest build walk out for real change is unfolding a week after a New York Times story. Yeah. Lying a rag that it is. Detailed allegations, allegations, proven or not, of sexual misconduct about creator of its Android software, Andy Rubin. Reports said Rubin received a $90 million severance package in 2014, even though Google concluded sexual misconduct allegations against him were credible. Okay, so he got fired. Maybe that was written in his thing that he got the severance package. Shoot, if I was negotiating with Google, I'd be like, yeah, you're going to pay me a lot of money. I don't, I don't care what I do. Well, they found out it was credible. Good. And they fired him. You guys are just upset that he had a good package. He negotiated that up front. Ruben derided a Time Story article is inaccurate and denied the allegations in a tweet. Okay, so he denies it. So nobody knows what happened for sure. But, hey, we're going to throw a protest. The same story also disclosed allegations of sexual misconduct of other executives, including Richard Duvall, a director at the same Google-affiliated lab that created far-flung projects such as self-driving cars and internet beaming balloons. Duvall had remained at the X lab after the allegations of sexual misconduct. You want to know why? Because he has the skills. And they're allegations. Oh, my God. He stayed there after somebody made something up, potentially? How dare we prove somebody's guilty first, huh? Served it for the bomb a few years ago, but he resigned Tuesday without severance. Google confirmed Wednesday. All right, then Maybe it was true. Google CEO Sundar Pichai apologized for the company's past actions in an email sent to employees Tuesday. I understand the anger and disappointment that many of you feel, <clears throat> Pichai wrote. I feel it as well, and I am fully committed to making progress on an issue that has persisted for far too long in our society. and Yes, here at Google, too. The email didn't mention the reported incidents involving Ruben DeVol or anyone else, but Pachai didn't dispute anything in the Times story. In an email last week, Pachai and Eileen Naughton, Google's executive in charge of personnel issues, well, oh, I got to see what this guy looks like. I why? Why work at these places? Why? Eileen Naughton. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you, have to, do you have to fit the script? Do you, just once, I'd like my, my stereotyping, my assumption to be wrong. Just once. Okay. So I have to reassure workers that the company had cracked down on sexual misconduct since Rubin's departure four years ago. Among other things, Pachai and Nice. now they've already took actions four years ago. This happened three years ago, five years ago. And now today we're protesting? Google had fired 48 employees, including 13 senior managers, for sexual harassment in recent years without giving any of them severance packages. But Thursday's walkout could signal that a significant number of the night – 48 out of 94,000, that's how many they got? What is that percentage-wise? 48 – well, let's just say it's 60 because there was the other 12. 60 divided by 94,000. God, it's so small. The calculator is going to the minus fourth power. That's less than one tenth of one, one sixth of what, four, one, one, two is hundreds, three, four, six ten thousandths. Is that what it is? Six ten thousandths. Well, I guess that, yeah, that is what it is, six ten thousand. Yeah, you look at the numbers there. That's the number of people. I guess they didn't fire enough, right? This is not an epidemic when six ten-thousandths of the people are fired for sexual harassment. The Thursday's workout could signal that a significant number of the 94,000 employees working for Google and its corporate parent Alphabet remain unconvinced the company is doing enough to adhere to Alphabet's own edict urging all employees to do the right thing. A Silicon Valley Congresswoman tweeted her support of the Google walkout using the me too hashtag that has become a battle cry for women find sexual misconduct. "Why do they think it's okay to reward perpetrators and further via violate victims?" <clears throat> asked "I I want to know one what these people were accused of. Two, did it happen?" It You understand it's insane? I wrote an article why women should lead corporate America. It's over on LinkedIn. Look it up. And the reason I think women should lead corporate America is because not only have they worked hard for it and this is what they want. Uh, I argue that the future of corporate America is is not where you want to be. I don't think it has a future. It has economies to scales. It has efficiency. It has uh, largesse. It has access to capital markets. But its people are becoming increasingly corrupt, like a cancer cell. It's becoming cancerous. Every entity has cancerous cells. There's no entity out there, government institution, employers, whatever, nonprofits, that doesn't have bad people, bad people all over the place. But when you have a a critical mass of people that are co-opted on the cellular level, your company's performance is going to start to suffer. And forget company performance. What about just working there and not? I, I always say, yeah, work is work. You go there. Who cares? Let it roll off your back. But if it's a if it's an insane asylum, if it's a nut house, it's a where oh we're going to all walk out because of accusations or not. Look, well, you know what? The world isn't perfect, and I'd argue. Six ten-thousandths is not, exa- I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Actually, yes, bad things are going to happen. I could walk out, slip, and break my leg. I don't say we need a government. I'm going to walk out on my own self. So, oh my God, I'm until I'm safe, until I don't slip on leaves, I'm not. Uh, this is a pretty good ratio. Six out of ten-thousand. I think that makes sigma six. Is that it? Six sigma? Maybe not what 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 were you guys going for the enemy of perfect i'm um, sorry the enemy of good is perfect and you guys are definitely in the pursuit of this unattainable goal of this perfect world where men don't hit on women the most powerful force in the universe more powerful than gravity itself men's sexual attraction you men have behaved themselves incredibly well if it's only 6 in 10,000 And I'm not excusing. No, you shouldn't be harassed. You shouldn't be bothered. Men should know better by now. Holy shit, should you, man. But but what granular, petty, minor level of offense are we going to file complaints? How far is this witch hunt? Are you going to eradicate it all? Because you're going to eradicate the company in the process. And this is what I'm arguing when it comes to corporate America. This, this is standard. This isn't just Google. Maybe it's a, maybe it's turned up to 11 because it's San Francisco and Silicon Valley, and it's a leftist institute. All right, fine. But this is every major employer now. The, the, the new corporate strategy is virtue signaling and diversity. That That's all they're using. The government has laid down the infrastructure. I wrote a great detail about this. The government has laid down the infrastructure. The government has created a new religion. It's leftism and all its various sub-religions within it, environmentalism, uh, feminism, diversity, all that. And this is exactly what the companies are marketing after. That's their new strategy. The government invested trillions over three generations to get people to believe in some kind of socialism. And now we're going green. We appreciate women's empowerment, diversity, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Even that could be fun. You want a niche market, that's okay. But when you start hiring people based on the color of their skin and their plumbing downstairs and not the content of their character, you can expect your, your performance to suffer. Or at least for it to become an insane asylum. Where, what is it? Brendan Ike left the guy, the guy created. What did he create? It wasn't Oracle. That's uh, Ellison. Who was – Brendan Eichlund created this program. This other guy, this Ruman guy, created the the Android programming and software. (laughs) These people who have the skill, they're like, no, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm going to be male. No, I'm not going to go and harass ladies. But I'm done. I'm not working in this boat no more. You lose those guys. You're gonna lose guys who are sane. You're gonna lose you're gonna lose women who are sane. Like, yeah, you know what I'm a, and then all you're gonna have is a bunch of social justice warriors. And last I checked, social justice warriors don't do anything except complain. They don't contribute to GDP. Oh, uh, Spear who represents an affluent district where many of Google's employees live. Blah, 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 blah. I just don't work for corporate America, guys. Gals do. <clears throat> no reason to work there. Where would you rather be, ladies? Would you rather just be at home, take care of some little kids, maybe making some muffins for your husband when he comes back? Or do you want to commute an hour each way, dealing with drama, having to go to women's empowerment, complaining about men? Oh, yeah, hang on. Related. No, i find it uh the pence principle okay guys it's i finished it i got to write it in no time and all that um please read that that it's an essay it's not really a book and he even even he admits it um it's basically how to follow mike pence, pence's principle of you don't dine with women alone you don't have women in your office without the door open or a witness um and i would love nothing more than to see this happen, like widespread, like, nope, I do not sit in a room with a woman by myself anymore. I even goes into dating where it's like, yeah, you should get a body cam. It's, it's gotten that bad. And he uses uh, uh, the Kavanaugh Ford debacle uh, to say, look, you could just you could just make a false accusation, 36 years old. And that's come. He makes the point that's coming from a baby boomer. Ford is a baby boomer. What the fuck are millennial women gonna do thirty years from now? Holy shit! There was an article that uh, a gal was filing. Try, hang on, maybe I could find it. Donald's complaint. Put her up for date. The gal that went to Vegas. Um. Here's articles: women suing over prom dates. I I can't remember it, but I did read it and this did happen. There's a woman suing a band member, uh, quite a famous band member, for him standing her up at a hotel in Vegas in like 1983. <laughs> he said he'd meet her at the hotel and uh, he did it. And she showed up at the hotel and she didn't have the money to stay at a hotel. Why you're going to Vegas without money to stay at a hotel? I don't know. Uh, and this woman, like decades later, is trying to sue this guy. I That's baby boomers. What the fuck are millennial women going to do? How You got an army of women that are trained to be professional victims. What are they going to pull out from the past? In the eighth grade, Bobby Bobson felt my ass when we were doing the eighth grade waddle in the eighth grade dance. Now, Bobby Bobson is trying to run for, uh, oh Lord knows what. Bobby Bobson is running for dog catcher. Oh, Bobby Bobson copped a feel in 1992 and Amy Jones. Investigations <laughs> dirty, <laughs> dirty, 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 and the, the, the book is basically look, inoculate yourself now. Here's what you got. And, and he, oh God, he he goes over uh feminism psychology probably better than I could. He talks about like, hey, look, they're, they're, they're mutilating their bodies. What do you think they're gonna do 30 years from now? Here's what you gotta do. And you know, body cams and he paints this picture of like, you got you got a stack of release forms by your bed. And like, yeah, no, if we're going to have sex, you're going to sign that. And we're going to film this and you're going to give me a dead And 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 you're like, well, that seems a bit extreme. Then he then he, he cites like Mattress Girl and all these fake rape accusations and the Virginia Rolling Stones. You're like, oh, yeah, it is that insane. It has gotten that insane. Anyway, Pence Principle, you can find it on Amazon paperback and kindle uh it's a good short read uh, but i i honestly that's that's got to get into every boy's hand at the age of 16 i think well shit well how old was kavanaugh when he was a, the guy was 15 jesus christ and that kudlow or bardlow guy was running the the gay guy came out said he called them nasty names in high school my god you gotta you gotta get it in middle school now Oh, all right. Do I want to talk about GQ? I don't. I just want to point out, there's a gal that said something stupid and she writes for GQ. And I only had a question. GQ stands for Gentleman's Quarterly. But the people that are making headlines, all these feminists and social justice, all female writers. And I'm kind of like, why are a bunch of female writers writing for GQ? And I was going to highlight. Maybe I'll look into it later. I don't feel like going over it now. Uh, YouTube monetization. Uh, I don't want to go into this. There's an article. I was listening to the Beckloff. He was talking about how his, his new old site or the old new site is no longer qualified for monetization because of duplication. Uh and dealing with it is like dealing with a bipolar woman. I want to go into YouTube being a bipolar woman. If you ever dated one, it's like that. We'll do that next week. I don't want to. All right. What else we got here? There's Rita's donation. Uh, No super chats. Awesome. All right. I can go run. That's it for the Clary podcast. Uh, You guys know all the sponsors and the things and the stuff. Go check them out. Buy books, share, like, Subscribe. Uh, That's about it. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.